and welcome everybody back to your favorite podcast about the friends show starring your two best friends this is the friendsman i am your host jp and with me as always is my best friend nate nate how you doing hi jp i'm doing good how are you doing um i'm earthquake free over here how are you doing at the earthquake front over there not earthquake free Mm. uh last night on Twitter, I said something uh, snippy to Teeny Birds. Shout out Ooh. to Teeny Birds. Oh, no. Literally after I hit send, the earth quaketh, JP. And I felt earth like... Quaketh. I felt like those things might have been connected. I don't know. Yeah, don't fuck with Teeny. How about that? I'm not going to fuck with Teeny anymore. Yeah. Well, she, she ruined my dreams because I, I had a video of a cute dancing uh, uh, a bird that I was loving and it was dancing to ringtones. And then she was just like, that's not real. That's I saw fake. the bird. I saw I saw what you're talking about. Yeah. And she was right. But, you know, can't can a guy dream? She's usually right about birds. JP, how you doing? I am doing weird, Nate. Weird. It is. It is week. It, we're entering week two of uh, of unemployment. And uh, I don't know. Things are looking up, but it's still freaking weird. That's good. I, I, yeah, just uh, weird, weird, weird times of life. Weird times of life. So, um, but no, uh, uh, it's very exciting, and I'll have more news for people soon. But uh, it looks like I may, in fact, be striking out on my own. You're going to be uh, an independent contractor, right, JP? I, that's going to be part of it, and uh, I, I'm talking about potentially just kind of going and having my own practice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we'll see. But JP, JP, and JP. I was thinking that, yeah. Or like Jonathan, Patrick, and Novak. You just know, like I keep seeing these commercials out here with real Uber drivers, real guys, not, not actors. I can't imagine why they would be actors. And they're telling me that they want me to, these Uber drivers are telling me they want me to vote for something that makes them an independent contractor because that's what's best for them out here in California. And I believe them. Cause I think they're really <sighs> Uber drivers in the commercial. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. No, for, for another time, but, and, and you, you know, this routine too, but the whole independent contractor thing is, is rampant in the construction industry. And, uh, uh, they, they, it is the way they do it is not, <laughs> not independent contractors whatsoever. It's but. Uh, not cool. As you would say in court, right? JP, is that the, I would definition? be like your honor. This guy's a dick. That's not cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Nate, I think we should really get to the heart of this entire episode. We have a special guest today. We got a guy here. We got a guy here. Nah, I feel like we got a sigh here. Oh. Uh, you see what I did there? You see what I did there? That just woke me up. Hey, guys. Hi, Sai. Yeti. How you doing? What's up, gentlemen? How are you doing? Uh, I'm great. I'm here in lovely Quincy. It's uh, it's great this time of year as I... Uh, Put on a sweatshirt. I know that you guys are both in warm, warm temperatures. It's it's a robust fifty degrees. I already told you that um, off mic, but yeah, it's it's nice and uh, folly here. I, I would kill for that weather, though. My I, high today, Sai, is ninety seven. So it's oh nice cool God, day here too. Yeah, you got me beat. No, yeah. I, I I I would. That's what I call fire weather, honestly, Sai. And if it dips below fifty, I'm building a fire. Yeah, so I I really do enjoy cooler weather. So uh, I have pants on. I've been wearing pants for the last like two or three weeks. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we are a yeah. pro pants podcast. So yeah, no, you heard it here, and everybody knows. Uh, I have. What's your stance on on peeing with your pants around your ankles at a urinal? 
Pro. 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 Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, I don't know. I haven't really done that since this I was like. podcast is pro seven? peeing we're, like we're, a little boy at a urinal. We are. We Okay. Are, it's established. We're pro that. We'll put it in the, awesome. uh, we'll put it, we'll put it in our articles. It's got a, it's, it's our constitution. We, we need to make sure we. I haven't have worn in pants in months. I, I, yeah. I, I don't yeah. even remember what it's like to feel fabric. Are pants even allowed in California? No, not unless you're like a college professor or something. Wow. <laughs> Pretentious pants. I wear, yeah. I wear board shorts. I wear gym shorts. Yeah. I wear friggin' uh, other kinds of you- shorts. Nate, what do you wear when you're not at the gym or surfing? Uh, the same clothes. I have an extra pair of the same types of shorts in my backpack that I change into. That's actually true. I have kind I'm of willing like to believe that cartoon character wardrobe where it's all the same style of shirts and pants and shorts, just in different colors. Is your closet color organized? No, I, I'm like, not that like in the cartoons. I'm not that good about it, but I do. I do uh, kind of just own like thirty of the same shirts and shorts. See, we're in the second bedroom of my house and, uh, well, my apartment, and this is where we keep my clothes because there's no room for my clothes in my <laughs> wife's closet. So this, the second bedroom is, uh, is where we, where we store size stuff. So also same, I, although I, I have the one in the master bedroom, but it's a, it's a significantly smaller closet than the two that Claire has. So. The the thing that bothers me the most about it is you go into the closet in our bedroom and all of her clothes are like pretty spread out and like they look very they comfortable all have like space i to think we, in there. Yeah. yeah yeah i think we could fit my clothing i don't have a lot of clothes and since i've been working from home i've been able to get rid of a lot of clothing that i don't really have to wear to work anymore which is really nice uh so i have even less clothing now but i know that if we put my stuff in there uh it would it would get crowded for sure uh, but like, I feel like there's enough room in there where I wouldn't have to be banished to the second bedroom. But. <laughs> so we have a big, we have a big walk-in closet in our bedroom. And then we have Rag. four cabinet built-in things on the wall. Okay. And my Did you wife, build those? I'm sorry. Legit question. Did you build those? No, no. They were here when I got here. Uh, but my wife has control of the closet, which, <laughs> hey, that's fine. You know, I don't yeah, need that yeah. closet. You got a lot it's of stuff. It's not a big deal. For it. It's a real first world problem to have. It, it, indeed. Indeed. She also has control of the three out of the four cabinets in the wall. <laughs> Sounds about yeah, right. And mine are in the last cabinet, which is Nikki, fine. I'm fine with Nikki, it. Nikki, I know you're listening to this because you listen to every episode. And thank you for the encouraging words you send every week after each episode. The notes I incorporate to improve the show, but I believe you deserve that fourth cabinet, Nikki. Never heard your voice, JP. (laughs) Also, what I'd say is since you're you're only wearing shorts and tank tops, that you only need about a quarter of the room of everybody else's normal people clothing. You are wise. You are wise, wise fella. You want to know something weird about me, JP? Yeah, I do. I can't like throw socks out. Oh, really? Even with holes in them and shit? They have holes in them and they're, they're gross and shit. I'll throw them out. But, like, if they're worn out, I, like, you remember in the road when they're, like, wrapping their feet in plastic bags and shit? <sighs> yes. I have yes. a big bag of old socks. <laughs> Why, Nate? Just for the same reason I have every uh, pair of glasses that I've ever owned. Because I'm, cr- I'm afraid of uh, being the guy at the end of the Twilight Zone. 
Do you keep that bag in your cabinet next to your bag of hair? Yes. Next to my piss. Okay. And all the, the bags of throw up that your, I have. Your piss, your piss jar. Yes. Oh, God. Well, no uh, wonder look, Nikki I doesn't want to let socks. you. I wash the socks. I have all my old <laughs> shoes and shit, too. Like, I don't like throwing them out because, I don't know, it scares me. I mean, well, I, I keep them in your car. You never know when you're going to have that emergency side of the road evacuation and then you have an extra socks on hand. Oh, yeah. I have a go bag in my car, JP. Well, JP, as a lawyer, can you say that it's safe to keep things that have all of your DNA on them? Um, as a lawyer, I would say, come consult me and I will, for a very reasonable fee, talk to you about whether or not you should be keeping your DNA all over the place. You shouldn't. It's a terrible idea. Bad idea. Yeah. You got to get those receipts too, right, Sai? Yeah. You got to get those I, receipts. Uh, I always... Show you where you were. Yep. Yeah, I have I have receipts for everything that I do. You stop and you uh, buy some gum, you grab a receipt. Yep. I basically my wife also has a live journal. So when I'm driving and I don't I can't possibly keep track of what I'm doing, she's typing out in real time what I'm doing. That's so I have a really accurate helpful. log. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Sometimes I'm just like, where did my day go? What was I doing? And I uh, god, I wish Claire was fucking just sitting there writing it down for me. That brings us to an yeah. excellent point. Size a true crime guy. I'm also a true crime guy. I am also a true crime guy, but I can only do it in spits in, in fits and spurts because it overwhelms me. So, Sire, are, I, uh, are you like me? Are you constantly worried that a murder is going to get pinned on you because of how terrible police are in yep, investigating regu- murders? Regu- regularly. Yes. See, the the having doing this on Zoom is kind of throwing me off because uh, I'm used to not recording with video when we record for rounding down. Uh, so, with that, uh, it's it's nicer to be able to see your faces and see your you know, facial, you know, <laughs> ticks and things like that. But also the problem is that we're on camera. So instead of saying, yes, I'm nodding my head. So that's, that's really helpful in a uh, audio medium for sure. <laughs> uh, We've had some issues with that when we do that. We're still, we're still uh, working out the kinks. And so you just said yes, I, so I have everything I need. I can just make you say yes to anything on the record. Excellent. Oh, I haven't, yeah. I haven't been on the app on, on, I haven't been on a recording for like two months. Nate's just using clips of me from other episodes. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so to answer your question, yes, I am constantly afraid that murders are going to get pinned on me. Uh, to the point where uh, I regularly bring it up to my wife and she's like, you're a crazy person. And I'm like, you're right. You, you, there's, there's nothing wrong with what you're saying. Like it's a hundred percent right. But I don't feel bad because like, I've also gotten her into a lot of like true crime things sure. and like she, it's an interest of hers now. And it wasn't before, but also she told me recently that it's made her more aware when she's out in public and like takes the train and stuff 100%. like that. She's a little more careful about stuff. And I, I think that's good. I, I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with being aware of your surroundings I, and, and making sure that you're being aware of the others that are around you, because it's not you that you need to worry about it's 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 like she's also she's learning how to drive right now and i told her i was like driving is one thing but really what you have to worry about is everybody else like everybody else is the problem when you're driving because people just take liberties that they shouldn't so on this podcast i regularly make jokes that my wife is fine because she used to host the podcast with me and now she doesn't because she doesn't like friends anymore but she's fine I get that opinion, by the way. I've thought a lot about stopping doing those jokes because 
Mm. I I would I would say that that's not really a, a joke that I would make. Yeah. Uh, only, I mean, just just the times that we live in now, it's it's really easy to uh, get canceled, even when you don't you don't mean anything any harm by something. Uh, but what I'd say is, uh, I don't know. It's it's really difficult uh, to, to make jokes about anything anymore. It's, it's, I I think, uh, I, I I think that's part of why we've chosen this Avenue as a bit, a little bit nostalgia and a little bit looking at this through a modern lens, because it's, it's easy. It's, it's, it's nice. There's nothing mean or, 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 or upsetting or problematic. That's not true. And this show and, yeah, I and talk I think about friends. I want to talk about murders with my boys. No, 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 we're going to. I just was saying. I think that's a big reason that we uh, we do this. And and meanwhile, let me tell you guys, as the attorney in the room, you're right. You should be afraid. <laughs> the, I, and I'm not. I'm not even not even joking here. In law school, our criminal law professor, who I then also had for constitutional criminal law, where he really pounded this home. The point is, he said, no matter what, no matter what, even if you're innocent. Never talk to the police. Never. You lawyer up. Do not yeah. talk to the police Don't because take that lie detector. Be, the lie detector is going to be inadmissible. It's only yeah, it's there to scare you. Inadmissible in court. It's yeah. Only there to scare you. But and then the also, JP, was, when you say no to the lie detector, they're like, yeah. The minute oh. you've been in, no, 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 no. See, the minute you were in custody, the only thing you should ever say is, I would like my lawyer. lawyer and please. that's it. Lawyer Do not me. say lawyer anything me. else. Because lawyer. there are cases where the cops just decided. That they this was the person they believed did it, and then it's all uh, uh, confirmation bias from there on. Decided so you you'll, you'll so go to fucking jail. You'll so go did to you jail. listen to True Crime Garage this week. Uh, I didn't. Um, however, okay. uh, I I actually have never listened to that before. Oh really? I'm sorry. I thought you listened. Uh, I, no. So um, I I'm gonna have to write that down. But what a, in the true crime stuff, like I've started to delve into a lot of like the, the court case stuff now. Um, so like I'm, I'm past like the, the gory sure. murder stuff. And, and now I'm kind of getting into the litigation side of things. And like, I, I full disclosure here, uh, the reason that Chid suggested that we come on separately is because I'm working on a podcast yeah, on my you. own. Uh, That's what we wanted I'm, to talk work- about, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm working on a true crime podcast and I'll talk to you a little bit about that in a second, but, uh, the, uh, as far as the lawyer side of things, uh, is concerned, like I'm finding now, like with, with court cases and stuff like that, more often than not, the cops will build their case around a suspect as opposed to building it around the evidence. Wow. And that's horrifying to me. Uh, and I <laughs> like, and I, I know that documentaries will paint it that way a lot. Um, and they'll be like, Oh, well the client was innocent. It's they, always painted as like tor- an outlier though. Yeah. But, but when you watch those investigation shows, they're like, okay, we had this one suspect and we just went entirely in that direction. And like, we, we didn't, we didn't even think to ask about this other person that was involved. And it's just like, there, there's bias there and it's, it's unfortunate, but it's hard. You know, like I, I'm, I'm not pro police. Uh, I, I don't consider myself to be pro police. I don't think you can be if I, you listen to true crime podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's but fair. I, I th- I think that detectives have a very hard job. Yeah. And I think that trying to solve a murder and trying to figure out things and delve into people's lives when they don't necessarily want to share things with you is a very difficult thing to do. Um so it's 
it's tough. It's a double-edged sword for sure, because as much as the police are terrible and, you know, being, being a white cis male, I haven't had a, a lot of trouble with the police. Um, but what I'd say is it's, it's tough for detectives. I'm not going to give plainclothes, regular street cops, any sort of credit. I, I don't feel like they deserve any sort of credit at this point. Uh, but yeah, uh, as, as far as that's concerned, I, I really feel like there's a lot of bias with, with the police. Sorry. And uh, as far as picking out a, a true crime garage this weekend, it's like, it's a famous case from Illinois called uh, Victoria. Sorry, I just had it. Victoria Blumhorse or Veronica Blumhorse, a case out of Illinois. Yep. And this girl disappeared 30 years ago. And like, in 2010, they started finding out that she was like in a relationship, supposedly, with the police officer that's like creating Yikes. evidence yeah. to blame it on her mentally handicapped boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, wow. And he never got convicted, but for like 30 years, everyone thinks it's the boyfriend. And then like wow. now people are writing of books course. about this cop. Yeah, so I uh, I listen to True Crime Garage. I haven't listened to this week's yeah. episode yet. My my podcast listening schedule has shifted quite a bit <laughs> because I no longer have a commute. Uh, so what I what I typically do is I wake. My wife does not wake up early. She's a, she sleeps in. Uh, so on Sunday mornings and Saturday mornings, I'll usually get up and I'll listen to podcasts in the morning because I'm an early that's riser. Uh, so so that's when I'm getting my stuff in. But I I've been really into a couple new true crime podcasts this is what i wanted um, to know so, what's your hit list right now so uh i've been listening to a podcast called the fall line uh which is very good it's um it's on the same network that the jensen and holes podcast is on uh i don't know if you guys have heard of the murder squad uh but that's paul jensen and uh I'm writing all this down billy billy billy, billy jensen and paul holes paul holes is the guy who caught the golden state killer he went in his trash and got his DNA and stuff like that. So he's been on a couple of, of those guy, ID yeah. networks. And was he the one that, uh, that the, uh, murder that, that, that the, my favorite murder w- women have a crush on and they had him on. Yeah. 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 He's good. So, he's real good. Sure. I don't like my favorite murder mm-hmm. at all, um, but Georgia Hardstark or whatever yeah. her name is, uh, she produces the uh, Billy Jensen Paul oh, okay. Holes podcast. That's awesome. So, I'm definitely yeah, going to so, check that out. Yeah, so uh, it's it's really cool. It's called the Murder Squad, but he's he's actually a detective. So you're getting he, like they'll talk about cases that he's worked on, and he'll often compare compare uh, the cases that they're talking about to cases that he's worked on, and what what a detective would typically look for in that circumstance. Uh, so the Murder Squad, I would definitely check out. Uh, I really like the Fall Line. The Fall Line is about um, basically. Uh, the, the line in the South uh, where, where the so- South is divided by the North. So they cover cases typically North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Um, but they, they talk a lot about um, unsolved cases. They talk a lot about uh, missing person cases. They talk a lot about Jane Doe cases. Uh, so they work with the, the Jane Doe project, which is trying to identify people who have been found murdered, but like they have no idea who it is because they can't identify them based on records. Uh, and then in tune with that, they also have done some work with the trans doe project, uh, which is a completely different side of trying to, uh, look into, um, the, the forensic stuff. So basically there's a whole forensic genealogy thing where they're, where they try to identify someone who's been murdered, who doesn't have any identity, but Matching they're DNA. completely 
Exactly. But there, there are completely different characteristics for uh, a trans person when they're murdered sure. um, because there's, there's different things that you have to look out for. Um, so basically, there have been a lot of cases where trans folks have been murdered and they're looking at it from the identity of like their pelvic bone and like this person is a man. And like, I think that this is I a man. I didn't even think about uh, but, trans people but me, in the but Jane Doe system. That's crazy. Yeah. So meanwhile, cause they, they don't have, yeah. they don't have a Jane Doe system for right. trans people. So they're trying to, trying to kind of identify some, some things. So it's hard when you don't have pictures of a person and you don't know who they are and they have the pelvic bones of what would typically be identified as a male. Um, they, you know, but they identified as a woman and all the people that may be looking for them, you know, who, you know, don't know where they went, right. would identify them as a female. Right. Like now, searching what's for this somebody. One? Now, which one is this? This is called the fall line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure I got them both. Searching for somebody who identifies as a female with like their, their male name or old statistics, that would be incredibly unproductive. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So, uh, and they've, they've had some forensic folks on like a, a forensic doctor from new England on, uh, it's, it's just really interesting. And now, now what they're doing, uh, this, this season that they're doing, you guys know who Samuel Little is. The, the guy who uh, he's he's from California, but he was a drifter. And basically, he's the most prolific yes! serial killer in the United States. Yes. He's killed like 93 people uh, and he would just travel from city to city. And like so um, but they're now what they're doing is this season, they're doing the murders of Samuel Little under the fall line. So every every body that he's claimed responsibility for in uh, in like Florida and South Carolina and things like that. So they, they strictly try and they so they covered uh, the Atlanta Ripper. Um, and they, they've just, uh, which was, uh, I don't know if you're familiar at all, but the Atlanta Ripper was a, uh, someone was murdering black women in the early 1900s in Atlanta. Um, I didn't like know about seven, that one. No, seven, 17 to like 30 victims. Uh, and they didn't identify who it was. They still don't know, but like there, you know, there's been a couple books written about it, but, uh, so I've been really into the fall line lately. And I also like, um, there's a couple court ones that I really like. Uh, do you, do you follow undisclosed JP? I do. Yes. Yeah. So I like undisclosed a lot, but I also like, and I didn't like it at first. Uh, and you got, you got to kind of get past the kitschiness of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I really like truth and justice with Bob Ruff. I haven't Um, heard that one. So, so he's, he's, uh, he's a Texas guy, Mm -hmm. uh, former, former firefighter. Um, but he was like a forensic uh, investigator for firefighting. Um, So now he, he, he started off talking about like the Adnan Saeed case and like basically the show started as like a fan show for um, serial serial. Yeah. Uh, But from then he's moved on and he does a lot of cases with the Texas innocence project. Well, they're, well, they'll bring him a case and basically they're crowdsourcing um, the investigation. So they're doing an investigation, but they're encouraging their listeners to like look into things and stuff like that. So it's, it's really interesting. Like the, the, that's, that's why I'm trying to recall what the name of the podcast was, but it was out of Atlanta and it was about this woman who, this teacher who had been murdered. Yep. That's so that's called, um, up and vanish. Yes. Uh, pain, pain Lindsay. Yes. Did it. Pain Lindsay. And uh, so he, he has, he has several podcasts. I, he he did, did one on the, uh, the Atlanta, the, the children yep. murders too. Yep. And, Atlanta monster, yep. which is good. I, I like pain. Lindsay. He takes himself a little too seriously, but I yes. do enjoy his podcast. Well, I, uh, I think he's a good writer, uh, but he also does. Uh, and this will kind of fit right in and kind of get us back into what we're 
going to talk about maybe. Uh, but he, <laughs> he also he also does a podcast that he produces called Radio Rental, mm-hmm. um, and Radio Rental is a it's basically uh, people submit their stories of things that have happened to them that are fucking weird or bizarre or like, but basically they'll submit their stories and then they have they have actors who do it now, but at first it was the actual people he would do interviews with them, but like ghost stories and like just like. Uh, someone was knocking on my window one time and it turned out to be this serial killer and like all, all these crazy stories. But the, the really cool thing about it is um, Rian Wilson, which is the dude from Dwight Schrute from The Office. Yes. He does character acting on it where he plays this guy who has like a video rental place. Oh, that's cool. Um, I like yeah, that. So it, <laughs> The, sh- the show is called Radio Rental uh, and Payne Lindsay produces it, um, but it's it's really good. The stories are so interesting. The, the, there are stories about um, terrorists on airplanes and like all, all sorts of like just like really interesting stories, like bizarre stories, like people who had this recurring dream that like someone was kidnapping them. And it turns out that they did get kidnapped and they didn't realize it. And their parents told them later on and like all, all sorts of like just like bizarro world, like that sounds sick, so sad world. Oh, good. I should. It uh, is. And there's I should call in and tell them how I. Spent my entire life drawing pictures of JP until I started this podcast and finally met him. It, well, it was weird. Uh, you know, what's weird is my cat has also been drawing pictures of JP. I so I can't explain right it. It's a good yeah. cat. I can see that good yeah. cat. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. because this is an audio form, uh, uh, this is an audio format. There's a cat and, uh, ah. Man, I wish you could see it. She's chonky. She's chonky. (laughs) Uh, We we call her thick with two C's. Nice. Um, Yeah, her name's Magpie. And uh, yeah, she she is. uh, She's sixteen pounds of love is what we (laughs) like to refer to her gently as. That's a lot. And we we have another cat, and it's really funny because the other cat is my cat, um, and this was my wife's cat when we moved in. But they don't get along, um, so we have to they, we have to keep them in separate rooms basically, and we we do shifts in the second bedroom. <laughs> oh. So so basically every four hours I switch them out so they have their free reign of the apartment and they're not fighting You're with one another. That's so really sweet. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. have a true crime ish podcast recommendation for you. Lay it on me. I don't think it's really true crime, but I think I enjoy it because it's done in the style of true crime. It's a little bit more conspiracy oriented. Okay. Is it the one where they, they're making fun of true crime? No. Because I've heard that one. No. Do you know do you know no. that one? I, I know that one. It's called. There's there's one where it's basically like it's all written and it's fake, but they're they're just like making fun funny. of like the tropes <laughs> of of long format true crime. The, the one with the missing goose. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, it, yeah. if you like true crime, it, it's, it's very funny and spot on and it's very clearly making fun of very specific podcasts, including yeah. uh, my favorite murder. And I, 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 I don't mean to throw shade. I, I appreciate that they're popular. Uh, my issue with my favorite murder uh, before you give me your recommendation, oh, sorry. sorry, I'm a, I'm a big interrupter. Uh, <laughs> It's hard because I'm I'm used to doing a podcast with Chid, uh, and Chid is a very wordy I know, guy. We so let it's you talk so, here. Sometimes it's a little difficult to to get a word in, so that's why I always open my thing with "I have a question." <laughs> and now he started to make fun of me for saying I have a question before I ask. And Sai, si, if you ever <laughs> don't feel safe on your podcast, you know you can call the <laughs> Friendsman, right? 
Yeah, I, I will give you a call if I need it. Luckily, I've known Chid for a very long time. We're, we're actual real life friends. We were friends before at the podcast. We didn't meet on the internet or anything. That's a weird uh, way to do so, that. I don't like that. So like, it is. how did you like letters? <laughs> did you guys meet by writing letters or something? I don't understand. Faxes? Uh, Your fax friends? Yeah. We would smoke signals. We did. We lit <laughs> fires, and then we would wave the blanket to. So, uh, what I was going to say was the the thing about my favorite murder and last podcast on the left is there's too many voices in both of those True. rooms. Uh, I can't I can't follow it. I remember and listening I, the last podcast I, on the left. Yeah. I, I like to consider myself a fairly educated person. I, I listen to a lot of different types of podcasts. I watch the news every morning, but like when there's too many people going and I'm just like, it's too much for me. If, if I can't follow you and I, everyone's trying to get their own jokes in and that's fine. Like it's, it's all good. It's just not yeah. for me. Um, and the issue that I have aside from that with my favorite murder is they don't fucking fact check. They give inaccurate facts on their show and they talk about it openly. And I'm just like, I, I understand that this is for entertainment purposes and you called your show my favorite murder, which is problematic in itself. Uh-huh. Um, but just not fact checking drives me absolutely bananas because they'll talk about stories that I know or things that I've researched and they'll, they'll say something. And I'm like, that's not even correct. Like the, the information that you're giving is incorrect. So, and so if for people who are listening to that show for facts, uh, you should probably stop. But if you're listening to it for entertainment, I absolutely understand why you like it. I have friends who like it. I have friends who are murderinos or whatever they're called. And they'll go see them for entertainment purposes. They'll go to their live shows. And I totally get why people are invested in why people like shows yeah, like that. Fandom. And yeah. why why people like, um, you know, last podcast on the left. Now, that guy's been on a couple, uh, like I watch a lot of like, real reality tv on like true crime network so i'll watch like id and like you know a lot of stuff on the discovery network and they've you okay, uh, si? I, I will doing good you're right yeah <laughs> look i i had to find limited, hobbies he has limited time to listen to true crime podcasts but he has ample time to watch true crime television shows it's important it's research for my true crime podcast that i'm going to be doing but um so that guy from last podcast on the left, one of the guys who considers himself to be a comedian um, was on like as a commentator for like one of those found footage shows. And I was just like, I heard him talking. I'm like, I can't take him seriously. I don't, I don't find him funny, but like too many voices. It's just too many people talking. I was going to tell you, you should your podcast. Check out uh, the true Anon podcast. Okay. okay. Uh, I. <laughs> all it's right. not. It's uh, not is, a QAnon podcast. Okay. But it is okay. About I, I, I pause. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I like it. It's it's a Jeffrey Epstein podcast, and they've kind okay. of shifted into talking about QAnon and talking about political scandals and covering Jeffrey Epstein when like new information is released and stuff like that. Sure. And I like it because it is structured like a true crime podcast, even though mostly okay. what they're talking about is politics. Um, very good. Very interesting. Uh, is there a, is there a point where you'd suggest I jump in or is there, is it more so I need to start from the beginning? Because honestly, the Jeffrey Epstein thing, like I can't, I can't hear that story. I'm with you on that. I'm so with you. Here's what I'll say about that side is you will hear different 
things on this podcast. I get that, that mm-hmm. you can't like just live in all of the regular Jeffrey Epstein information, but they're going to be like talking about how uh current DA uh, Bill Barr's father was the person that got Jeffrey Epstein a job. They're going to go into like all of the different like um, structures at the school. They go really in depth yeah. into like really specific stuff and examine all the different world implications that it brings. Um, the people that do it are very smart. I would suggest starting with their five part series called Bush did nine 11. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, solid title. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> very good. <laughs> I, 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 I have listened. I, I enjoy the podcast very much. Um, they talk a lot strong about possibility that Bush did yep. do nine. Uh, after so, listening to um, all six hours of the series called Bush did nine 11. I agree that Bush probably did do nine 11. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much. There's too much stuff that doesn't make any sense about 9/11. They have so. all of the hijackers' passports. All right, we're not. We're not That's doing weird. this now. <laughs> we're found, not becoming hold a 9/11 truth on the truth podcast. I, <laughs> I gotta go get my tinfoil Please, hat. First. Go, dude. Uh, I, I don't even want to be talking about this next. To all of this recording equipment. Look, it's I, in. It's in. The, it's in the wash right now, so I can't. Oh my goodness! I gotta try it first. See, I'm the uh, cage around my garage. You guys, you guys, you guys are gonna get paranoid over these possible <laughs> real things. I'm whereas my vanity. recommendation, I am paranoid as hell, bro. See, we're in spooky, scary season, so I'm listening to things such as the No Sleep podcast, which is that's a good one. I don't know if you know. Do you know that one, Nate? They so there's a Reddit uh, group that was the the no sleep group in which people would just write original uh, scary stories. And then this guy has for now, I think they're on like the 15th season or something. Um, He gets voice actors to record the stories and puts it. So it's, 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 it's supporting independent artists. And then it's also just, some of them are really fucking good and some of them are really fucking bad. And then some of them are, well, it had this really cool thing, but then this 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 was absolutely atrocious, and you just kind of you start to understand more and more of the art of scary stories. It sounds like good radio play format. So right? absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if if you like that, JP, I think you'll really like Radio Rental. So if you're going to write down that's, anything, I, that I, I once you started talking about radio, that's what made me think of it. And then the other one that I just discovered, which apparently is going to be a uh, Amazon Prime show. It's called The Left Right Game. Have you guys heard about this one? No. It, 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 I know that Amazon Prime does love making shows out of podcasts, though, because they made a show out of lore. They made lore, was, and then they also – were they the ones that made um, uh, Homecoming? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. – but yeah, it must be nice to have just an endless amount of money where you're like, I'm going to throw a bunch of money at this idea that I have. Well, the, the podcast, it started as original story and then the podcast was produced and stars Tessa Thompson. So it's, it's really good. It's supernatural stuff. And I don't want to give away any spoilers. I highly recommend we are in spooky, scary season guys. This is the time to wear a light sweater and listen to scary shit. It's 95 I'm a, degrees. I'm a par- Light sweater, <laughs> Nate. A light sweater. Light, a light light tank top. Uh, but Tom, <laughs> what, is, what is the name of your upcoming true crime podcast before we talk yes. about friends? Uh, so it's called it's called Who They Were. Uh, who they were pod on Twitter. Um, and basically we have some formatting that we're doing, but it's, I'm doing it with a friend from the West coast. Um, so the formatting is uh, local case for me, local case for them, old case, 
new case. That's cool. Uh, so it's a monthly format that we're doing. And every month we're picking a topic. So like the first month that we're doing, we're doing missing persons cases that haven't been solved. Uh, I think for December, you know, for the holidays, we're going to do familicide. Uh, so we're going to talk about like cases that have happened where uh, an entire family gets gets murdered. Yeah, uh, the, the idea for the podcast, uh, I, I like the idea of doing something with a different format because all these podcasts seem to have the same format, which is fine. Uh, I just wanted to break break that up a little bit. But really what I'm concerned with uh, is the victim ad advocacy. Uh, and that's really what we want to focus on. So we're going to spend some time talking about uh, charities that have come about from, um, from these perspective cases. And uh, for local cases, we're going to try and give uh, some information about local, local organizations sure. that are doing good things for the community. Um, so really, because I, I like true crime. It's interesting. Uh, but there's, there's a little too much murder porn sure. for me. Uh, and like, that's, uh, of course, that's what got me into it. At, in the beginning, I was like, oh, this is More intriguing and interesting. And exactly. Uh, and, and then it got to be too much to the point where there, it like some, some of these podcasts are starting to sound like erotic fiction about yeah, murder. That's like exactly the, the, the way that, true. And the, the way that the, the way that they're describing things. And of course I'm, we're planning on talking about the crime, but we want to spend a little bit more time uh, in doing research and talking about the victim because they were people That's too. So awesome. Uh, so and that is the big, the big problem in that genre is it's very yeah. exploitative. Even, even with the best intentions, it's, it's, it, Correct. you don't get enough about the family, the impact the victim. Like, One thing it's, I like it's, about true crime garage is they do not name their episodes after the killers. They name them after the victims usually. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's exactly, that's our, that's our intention as well. True crime garage. I, I really enjoy a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy both of them because I think they're a little more realistic. Absolutely. They're a little more down to earth about stuff. Um, so that's really what we're going for. Uh, I have, we have uh, an episode arc. We've, we've started to do some research. We're planning on going live in November. Cool. Uh, it's it's going to take a little while, but um, we well, have yeah, it a, sounds we like have a lot a of work song with, and everything. Yeah. And preparation and everything. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, I'm really excited to do it. And um, I, it's so it's you know I, I don't a little behind the curtain here guys but my name isn't actually Sai. Uh, we got so, it, uh, it guys yeah, we got well, him nailed his ass yeah so I will never admit that on rounding down however <laughs> uh, so it's, it's exclusive we got exclusive. Yeah. So, but my friends and family will probably listen to the true crime one. So I'm actually using my real name in that cool. and I'm not going to reveal that here, but eventually you'll, your, you'll your see real what name, my actual Yon name is. Fiari? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, weeping <laughs> Fiari. Wow. Weeping Fiari. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, I gotta tell you, we're, we're here to talk about friends. Let's yeah. talk about friends. Come on. I'm not really a big friends guy. Okay. I'm not a friends fan. <laughs> and, and I know that you said that that would be good. Uh, but I, I hope that there are some episodes between mine and the Dune Boys episodes. I, I know that uh, that was what you had this week. Uh, and Dickie's a really tough act to follow because he's very smart and you funny. Oh, and Kate Raft's Kate episode. Raft, yeah. Sorry, Sai. Where... No one's going to listen to my episode because <laughs> they're just going to keep listening to hers she over and over again. about <laughs> visiting the real friends fountain. She did. Oh wow! Yeah, episode Cy, you got competition. Sai, make, yeah. make before we get into friends, just take five seconds and make up some bullshit in your head that you're going to tell us it's a real story. Okay, <laughs> swimmer is your okay. Oh, what, the biggest whopper you can you can put together. 
right. All right. <laughs> so uh, here, here it is. I already have it. Okay. You ready? Okay. I have to pay you a compliment, Nate. When you were on rounding down, I started that statement and I said that you were someone else. Uh-oh. Remember? Remember? Uh-oh. Uh I just Nate, I think it's really awesome that you were able to get through art school also being colorblind. Props <laughs> to you. I just uh, uh, you are the best guest we've ever had on this show. Thank you so much. <laughs> I can't believe that you made it through art school, uh, being colorblind and not really pretending, you know, primary colors and then not knowing primary colors. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Put it in the can. We're done. I won. This whole thing was just a big, I win on you, Nate. This is my show side. I'm complimenting. I'm, I'm complimenting you. It's amazing that you got through art school while being yeah, colorblind. Nate, that's, take that's a, take that's the a compliment, feat. Nate. Take really the compliment. Thank a, you for that. That's a Scott. feat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right, give me one second, and then uh, you guys are going to be ready to talk about some friends. My thesis yeah. film, JP, involved the color green. Don't get up and walk away from me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> get back here. Thank you, was it, uh So... <laughs> when I was, when I was in, started in college, I, um, I went for graphic design. Uh, I ended up changing my major. However, uh, I did take a color theory class and we, uh, did the, the Tom Cruise, uh, samurai movie, oh, the last sure. samurai Great colors in that because movie. there's, yeah, they, they basically every scene, uh, is, is meant to fit a specific color to kind of match the mood. Uh, and I thought that was a really good teaching point that my, my color theory teacher, uh, Mr. LaVertue made uh but it was uh i I love color theory because we're friends on facebook uh he was one of my favorite teachers i'm Uh, I'm still friends with one of my favorite teachers too yeah mr Mr. gillette was my ap history teacher and this man pen gillette taught you ap history oh i was gonna go with oh i've heard of that teacher he's the best american not speak bad of mr gillette this man wore a three-piece suit every day Mm. he had a mustache that could knock you on your ass that's still sounding like Pendulette to me. I, or, or PFT. Maybe it's PFT. a $300 umbrella with him everywhere he went. That was bad. This dude That's was balling. like a fucking Kingsman. I swear to God. And I'm still friends with him. Well, it's good to have contacts from your past, Nate. There you go. There you go. Especially if it rains, because you'll be covered by a $300 umbrella. What does $300 get you in an umbrella? I think it's just like, you know, you buy a nice hat. Gold plated. You buy a nice briefcase. You buy a nice umbrella. That That is not how. So it's just like, it's the same like 25 cent umbrella I have, but you just pay more for it? No, I'm sure it was constructed well, you know, by is children. It, oh, yeah. Well, you got to pay extra for the child labor. JP, you want to know what I heard this week that really freaked me out? Si, you're going to like this. This is true crime adjacent. All right. The store Zara. No? Not familiar. Women's clothing, Zara, Z-A-R-A. Okay. It's a big big store. Yes. Sounds cool. Is this like this? Is is this like AMPM? Is this just like a West Coast? Free the people. I heard this on True or not. Almost all of their clothes are manufactured on shipping vessels that they have converted into factories. Are you, is this, so is is that, is that so they can exploit children? That's what I was about to say. They're they're staying out. As a maritime lawyer, I can tell you that at four bells, there are laws. That's, that's Uh, fucked up though, right? (laughs) That's insane. Super fucked up. How is that not 
Oh God, this fucking year. It's like, like everything keeps like happening. That should be the biggest story like, in the world right like now. That. Yeah. That should be a really big deal, but instead everything else is exploding constantly. Well, Thor, everything's on fire still. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do find it ironic that you guys gave me episode 19 season one. Uh, and this is, this is funny to me because I was browsing my Instagram this morning and a friend of mine uh, played a, he did a clip from friends and he doesn't watch friends. I've never talked to him about friends, uh, but it was an episode with Marcel, the monkey. Uh, and basically what he did was uh, he has Ross yelling at the monkey not to push play on the CD player for a different episode. Uh, and then uh, instead of what, instead of whatever music was playing in that, uh, he actually put his band. Oh, that's awesome. In the club. Okay. That's rad. Uh, that's rad as shit. And then, and then Ross and like everyone is dancing to his band. But it, what's funny about it is, you know, the way they dance in that episode, uh, you know, cause they're like walking like an Egyptian or whatever it is that they're doing. Uh, but my friend's band is like a doom metal band. So it's like really slow, like loud bass. Uh, and it was, it was brilliant. Okay, and, I was just, awesome. and this was, this was right before I sat down to watch the episode of friends that we're going to talk about. And I was like, I know there's a monkey involved because you know, it's called the monkey or whatever. Yeah, This one is monkey centric. It's Mon- uh, the, 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 the one where the monkey gets away, I yep. believe. Uh, yeah. I got my going to do that, that uh, song bit with the Coco Pelly song where Marcel turns on. the. Coco. Oh, okay. But also saw so if you wouldn't mind, send us, send us that if it's a tweet or it's, a, it's a, some sort of video clip. I'll see if I can get him to send me the actual video clip. That would be awesome. Uh, I, I, I'd, yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to see it and also help promote your friend's band. Yeah, yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. I'll I'll get that over to you. Um, yeah. So yeah, this this episode of Friends. Yes. All right. So let's uh, let's jump into it. Uh, before we do today's episode of Friendsman, is brought to you by Primary Colors: blue, yellow, red. Hell, why not green? Brown! Brown, that's a primary color, right? Listen, any color you can see is a primary color. It doesn't matter. You could still go to art school. Primary colors. We exist. Nate, uh, your, your, your camera seems to have frozen there. Nate, you okay? Yeah, Nate, are you frozen? No, I'm great. <laughs> okay. So Rachel comes in. She's listing off teas. The guy didn't okay, ask for Okay, okay. Yes, this that's is this funny. is the one where the monkey gets away. Nate, yes, this this intro, it's a it's a, it's a Rachel the being ne- charming intro. The next scene is very strange too, where I've never seen a packet of coffee in a ma- in a newspaper or a magazine. I've never been sent coffee for as a trial. I, all of the above. Also, she works at a coffee shop, and they just have the fucking the the the, the pot well, on the, joke, the burner. Too. No, 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 no. The pot on the burner. I, I, Rachel reaches over and grabs what you would get at like any restaurant. It's that that the the the, the coffee goes. It's the ground coffee going through the machine. Okay. You probably bought it through Cisco. It's a coffee shop. They they're, they're making pots of fresh ground nice coffee, not this well, garbage if, swill. If you look at the the story arc of Central Perk, it's clearly it comes up and like it changed like the set changes and Central Perk changes. So like this this might have been in the beginning stages before it was considered cool to like you know I'm sure it was still cool to pull cappuccino through a you know a, whatever that machine is that they does have, that yeah, the industrial uh, restaurant coffee maker an espresso I mean, machine yeah. 
with the, there you <laughs> go. Thank you. That's the word I'll say. We're talking for. about different things here. No, I, I know what you're talking about, JP. They also have a drip coffee maker, if I may put words in your mouth, like from a restaurant. Oh, but please put words my, in his my mouth. My point would be, you know, Starbucks still makes drip black coffee. I'm sure that Central Perk makes drip black coffee. I, 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 it's not that. Have you ever had one of those or used one of those? You mean it's the, like the coffee? orange, the yes, orange thing? Yes, yeah. and the coffee sits in it, and like after 30 minutes, it's Burns. just burnt. Yeah. Like if yeah. you're a coffee shop, you're not using that. You're using the big. I don't know. Dunk, Dunkin' things. Donuts serves burnt there coffee from those things all the time. Are you allowed <laughs> to say that? Are you in Quincy? I'm in Quincy for sure, but Dunkin' Donuts car- coffee is garbage. It's, it is. It there's is. No, there's no standards at Central Perk, JP. I told you a couple episodes ago. There was a customer dressed like Bill Cosby standing behind the counter. So I don't know what's going on. You know what? You're right. And I didn't spot BTK this time, but you know he's coming. Sai, we always look for uh, weirdos in the in the back among the extras. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Um, so pretty popular show, but like I, uh, I'm I'm into heavier heavier music. So I like I like metal and punk music. Um, and what I look for, uh, aside from, you know, weirdos, uh, is I always look for like punk and non-punk places is what we like to call it. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, so like, uh, on, on how I met your mother, uh, there's a couple scenes where, uh, there are dudes wearing like convert shirts in the background. <laughs> and like, there's, there's, uh, I, I have a friend who does, uh, t-shirts. He makes, uh, designs t-shirts for a band called integrity. And like I've seen his shirt on like reality television before, that's and I'm, so I just like awesome. send, send him like screen grabs and stuff like that. So that's my favorite thing to do on that uh, on on shows like that is I, I look for like punk and not punk places. But uh, now I'm going to start to look for weirdos. Too. Yeah, for that. yeah, but always be looking for you know Ted Kaczynski back there. You never know. Background <laughs> Epstein could be back there. God, what if uh, Epstein they, is in one of these episodes? I told you, just JP, like they I, gave there's him a, a lot away. of people. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are on this on this show that's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And I do want to I do want to talk a little bit later in the episode about one of the people that's on it. But one thing that I my my wife likes Friends and she watches it fairly often. And she'll when she gets ready for work, she'll leave the TV on, and that's usually when I take a break because I drive her into work. That's uh, sweet so side. sometimes sometimes I'll, well, I don't want her to take the train so because sweet. it's a pandemic. Yeah, I know. It's I'm not a bad. what? It's a pandemic. Pandemic's oversized. Since when? No yeah, masks. what are you it's talking about? Four. We're out. We're doing I'm stuff. in Texas, man. You just bring your gun. We're you shoot. gonna <laughs> take it. Uh, so, uh, but I, I will sometimes sit down in the living room. The TV will still be on and friends will be on. And I, I, while I was watching this episode, I figured out why I don't like friends. And I'll talk about that more in a little bit. A lot of foreshadowing there. Mm, um, I, hope, I hope it's similar I, to why I, I, the thing I dislike about friends, at least the early season. So the cameos are unbelievable, but like the camp, here's a good true crime one for you. Do either of you watch the show uh, criminal minds? No. I have watched like eight, nine seasons of it or something like i haven't seen all of it at some point i couldn't anymore but that's a yes i've seen a lot of that show yeah so i've watched all 16 seasons of that it just ended this year it's it's over now um but i got my wife into that show as well uh so she's she's watched through it like two or three times now because it's on netflix and uh one of the main characters on criminal minds is also like later in later seasons of criminal minds uh 
attempts to date Ross and ends up making out with Joey. Uh, And then she was, she was, she was like a main character in, in criminal minds. And I saw her and I'm like, that's Tara Lewis. And like, that's not her name. She has like a (laughs) a name, but like, I, you know, I get, I, she's, I only know her from criminal minds. So I'm going to call her the character on, on criminal minds. And I was telling my wife, she's like, no shit. Uh, But like, it's, it's unbelievable. (laughs) Like, I know that was a really dumb, really long way to tell a dumb story, but uh, (laughs) yeah, it's just the cameo is a really interesting on that uh and i i can't i can't not talk about it any well, longer friends uh, held the, like the this, elephant in the room friends held like this interesting spot where they would have a lot of big names as cameos on but then they're also like the tv show that lots of actors cut their teeth on so like yeah you see a lot of people that went on to bigger and better things too yeah yeah so the elephant in the room here the the guest of this ep- the the star of this episode uh would be megan cavanaugh which is Marla Hooch from A League of Their Own. Uh, uh, so she she is the animal yes. control person. Yeah. That they, that's, that's Marla Hooch from A League nice. of Their Own. Wow. She does look very familiar. She yeah, also- so I, I, I saw her and I was really excited because, you, you know, and I'm sure you guys are around the same age as me, uh, maybe. Uh, How old are you? I, I know that uh 74 nice i'm just yeah. pushing 76 i'm 18 yeah uh <laughs> I, I know that you're baby faced and young uh based on listening to previous friendsman episodes uh, i'm 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 35 uh you're i just right turned 35 us. yeah split the yeah, difference excellent there. i would love to get in between you uh <laughs> if we're being honest uh so i like where this is going uh, buddy yeah 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 uh it's 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 <laughs> going go going closer, in a great direction sorry uh so Marla Hooch, uh, I, I'm sure you guys are right around the same, I, like I said, mm-hmm. around the same age as me. So you know what a VHS tape is. Indeed. I've heard of and a VHS as, tape. As children, you probably had a VHS or two that you watched over and Non-stop. over and over again. Yeah. So uh, I had I had two movies that I watched over and over again. Uh, one of them was D2, The Mighty Ducks. Sure. <laughs> uh, so I can quote that movie start Big to finish plastic case uh, on it yep yep uh and the other one was a league of their own now those, I those watched, are good picks man yeah, great movies they they were they were good i that's what i was given i i enjoyed them uh i've had a crush on Lori petty since i saw a league of their oh, own hell yeah dude uh, and then she's she's in one of my favorite movies which is point break i was gonna say um, she's awesome in point break she's also yeah, fucking rad in, uh, yes you see her boob yep, in point that is break true. too so and she's also rad in tank girl which is Yep. It, it just like a, a, such a great movie that never got the credit it deserved. I agree. Uh, she, she does comic con now. And uh, a friend told me recently that she's, she's not having an easy time as an adult. Uh, she has turned into kind of like a, a wild person. Oh. Um, so I, I wish her the best. Nice jingle all the way. Excellent. <laughs> Get folks. Nate is holding up his clamshell VHS copy of jingle all the way. Oh, and another one. Xanadu? Are you Xanadu? fucking kidding me? Nice. Wow, dude. That's a good one. Guys, you should keep going because I'm going to show you the only VHS that I own nice. currently. Okay. Sai is, si is getting his 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 best. Now, I have now some Nate. VHS tapes, JP. I have, now, Nate. Well, okay. I'd, I'd like to see them. Go ahead. I have a, a green ET VHS tape. That's rad. Pretty, pretty cool. They made it yeah. green because it was... Uh, early in VHS selling stuff and they wanted to make sure people knew it was the real ET. Okay. The the tape is green. 
And then I have uh, all three of the original Star Wars cuts, too, on a VH, on some VHS. Oh, that's, oh, man, I'd love that. Yeah, if you can CBS, digitize that and send it to me, CBS I'd really appreciate packaging. it. Um, I So I don't have any VHS, but I have some video games that I saved from when I was a kid. That's cool. In their original cases, because back in the day, uh, especially the Sega games. So, like, the Genesis came in, like, a clamshell. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then the Sega CD games came in, like, the most absurdly large packaging ever, but I still have like Fantasy Star Two, Lunar, the Silver Star, like some of these games that just like. What'd you bring us, Sai? Oh, Sai! Nice. Oh. Point Break VHS, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, a man after that my own heart is amazing. Fast and Furious One. Yeah, exactly. Fast and Furious Point Five. Yeah. Well, when you when you stepped up to get your VHSs, um, Nate, we were talking about Lori Petty, who was in A League of Their Own, which is one of the movies that I owned, and I I had a crush on her, and I continued that crush into Point Break because uh, she's also in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she's a babe. Uh, but anyway, aside from that, uh, yeah. So back to Megan Cavanaugh. Uh, I think that's her name. Yeah, so, oh, um, so you're talking about the 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 the, the, the animal control. Animal control, and, and I yeah. will tell you. I didn't recognize her uh, from League of Their Own because my main, my entire mind was melting because she looks exactly like an actress in, uh, oh my God, I never remember the real one. I think it's called Superstore, uh, which is the America Ferrera show sure. where it's basically like a big box store. Yeah. And there's an actress on that show that looks exactly like this woman. And I'm oh, like, really? there's no way that was 25 years ago. How could she still be that young? Um, <laughs> it was, it's not her. It's not her. I, uh, I, I like that. Uh, she was shitty to them. Um, I'm a big fan. He was really <laughs> shitty to them. And and some well, of these people the deserve it. In this Cause Rachel, Rachel was shitty to them in high school or whatever. Uh, we will get into it. This is this, this episode, Nate, this episode had some really problematic behavior from a fan favorite character who, I'm going to go ahead and give this week's cancellation, or at least the first one, to Ross. To Ross. And I'm going to go ahead and cancel Mr. Heckles for trying to have sex with the monkey. But Okay, that's job, fair. JP. I think that's, that's fair. good, too. Uh, that's fair. Oh, man. Heckles, well, Heckles was good perfect, in this episode. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually a really perfect segue into why I don't like Friends. Oh, yes. And I why? figured out why I don't like Friends. Go ahead. You're wrong. But uh, go so, for it. all right. Honestly, mm-hmm. all the characters are fine. Okay, I even have a favorite character. Ooh. Okay, my issue, and I was I was talking to my wife about this on the way into work, and she she's like, "Oh, I get why you don't like Friends now." I fucking hate Ross. <laughs> I hate Ross's character. <laughs> I I hate everything about him. I hate the stupid baggy suits that he wears. Right, thank you. Uh, and I understand it's a mid '90s thing, and like that was the style or whatever. But like David Schwimmer, I'm sure he's a fine guy. Uh, I just I don't like the character. Uh, he he's very quick to anger. Uh, I noticed that he's very You're quick like a to psychopath. anger. Uh, like a psychopath yeah. for sure. And, 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 uh, and the and, anger was fueled with cruelty in this episode. <laughs> yep, just absolutely. unwarranted cruelty. The woman I, I, he yep. loves and, making her feel small. <laughs> I mean, and also, no, 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 no. Like, also very, like I, that is an abusive relationship. And that yeah, it, it was, it was really difficult to watch it. And like, 
and to play it for laughs or for Rachel to not just say, hey, fuckhead, I fucked up, back off. Instead, she's just like, she's bending over backwards to make him smile and be happy. And it's like, yeah. this is, this is not good. Not. No, good. it bothered, it bothered me. There's a lot of like manipulation that was happening too. like, and, and the second that he got the monkey back, he's like, Oh, back to trying to boner. Yeah. Like, yep. Fuck off yep. with that. First of all, with, and but it's like, creepy turning was, the fucking lights down and opening the wine. Yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah. He was, he was so quick to anger and like, give her a hard time. And like, I just, I don't like, him being quick to anger. And I've seen that in other episodes too. I think that his character is written that way. Yes. And And played for less. Yeah. And I I guess that's fine in 1995 or whenever this was made, but it's not fine. So here's the main difference Uh, between you and me is that I find that relatable. (laughs) No, that's the thing. That's That's the thing. I found it relatable. So that's why I was uncomfortable. I I, I explained that to my wife. I'm super with you on that side. I was having the same, like, Looking too closely at my, at my, 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 at at, at things that I'm afraid of, like conversations I've had with my wife. And I'm just like, oh man, like, am I Ross Geller? I've been through the range of emotions on friends with Ross Geller. We love him because we think he's a good actor. We hate him because he is an abusive psychopath and a precursor to the incel movement. And yes, we, we have also decided he's a pre he's he's a pre incel. We have also said the words we are all Ross. On this yeah. podcast. No, he's I think that's what it is. It's the wildest fucking ride where I, you, you absolutely despise aspects of the character and then other parts it's like that was a great scene. I and I, I think I, it was probably considered much more relatable in the 90s. Yes. Yes, 100%. Like when we weren't examining our behavior as men. Um and and that's kind of shocking too. I I also I mean I think it's important. I think what you're doing is important. Uh, going back and revisiting these things and kind of doing a weekly cancellation Thank and calling you, out uh, calling out poor behavior that's been uh, you know portrayed in the the media as something that's acceptable. Uh, and it, it's really good to take a lens to a modern lens and kind of try and put it in perspective and say, hey, like these things are not okay. And like I see some of my own behavior in these characters, and that's not okay as well. And it's something that. Makes Maybe I could mirror to change. especially since you know, like, I can look. I was watching this when I was growing up, right? Like, it was yeah. it was it was informative. That's when you're developing our, like, your character. Yeah. I know it's a TV who, show, who but like as a person, I'm like, this is what a group of friends is. This is how people act with each other, and some of it is not yeah. okay. This is why Nate keeps trying to sleep with my mother. Well, Stifler's mom, <laughs> JP's mom, <laughs> JP's yeah, mom yeah. has got it going hey. on. R.I.P. to uh, Stacy's mom. Sta- the person who was Stacy's mom recently passed away. Wait, wait, Rachel Hunter? Something like that. So, I, s- someone, someone in that universe passed away. I don't know if it I'm was. I'm not okay, guys. And I think we might need to do the rest of this later. Wow. Yeah. So um, I do have a question for you guys. Okay. And maybe this will bring us back Let to friends. Let me pull it together. All right. I'm ready. You good? I'm also ready. All right. All right. So do you guys think that the REM song Night Swimming uh, was inspired by Michael Stipe's dislike for the Ross character on Friends? <laughs> yeah. That's going to be uh, – that's a hard yes that's for a hard, me. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for entertaining my now, question. Now, oh, that was through it? how long it took you to construct that joke because that's an excellent joke. Uh, 
it took me uh, a minute and a half when I was writing out my show notes while I was watching the episode. Uh, I, I, I'm sure you've noticed there's a lot of musical talk on rounding mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chid and I are, are good friends, but we've bonded over our like and uh, dislike for music. And we we talk a lot about music all the time. That's a big part of our friendship. Um, so, you know, music kind of spills over into a lot of the things that we talk about. So uh, music jokes are kind of my wheelhouse, <laughs> uh, especially I, since they're, they're all over the place. And Chid's a big REM guy, actually. Nice. He didn't know so, that. Yeah, he, he doesn't talk about it. The famous band He's, REM. REM, REM, uh, my favorite type of sleep. Also, I am with you. On J- that. Uh, JP, Rachel, and Ross are eating Chinese food. We got to fucking power through this, dude. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's oh, just sorry. let's no, rapping no, no, no. about passion, JP. Sorry, you you do not apologize. I think we've already gotten to the heart of what we want to say about this episode. But yes, Nate, Nate, I got my notes here. Okay. The girls Ross, like Ross the movies, the joke. boys didn't. Ross made a pee joke. He did make Ross a pee did joke make a pee joke. Look, let's, yeah. let's talk about it, though. This was a Marcel-heavy episode, and I am here for it. God damn that monkey. Yeah. Do you think Do you think that any animals were harmed during the filming of that episode? I don't think so. Um, Marcel well, is still we, alive. We, Marcel is still alive. Marcel is actually. Did you guys get to see the movie. credits? Did they Did they mention it at the Probably. end? Like no animals were harmed. Oh, like at the end did. of Ozzy Python. No, but the post credits or the the credit scene this time was really good. I, I, I Phoebe continues to be a, just a delight on this show. There was some um, yeah, she's, great monkey acting in this episode. There was when he looks Look, in the I, shoe. Oh my god! That's so he, funny. <laughs> Marcel was good. Yeah, yeah. It was a good episode. Yeah. Okay, so here's the short of it, everybody. Um, Ross wants to go do seeds. I guess he's working later. Something. So he asks uh, 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 Rachel to watch Marcel. Then he gets it in his head that he's yes, going to use this Rachel to babysit uh, the monkey in the yeah. He's going to use this as an excuse possible. to try to try to hit on her. And then then she wants him to babysit her monkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, no, no. He wants her to babysit his and other we'll monkey. The first Sorry. Mm-hmm. We will just make it yeah, No, yeah, we're going to go with the first that. one, I yeah. think. Please do. Then she wants him to babysit her monkey. Okay, so so Nate, let's talk about this real quick. It's the thing that keeps irking me, and they did a two-timer this time. The gentlemen are sitting there eating pizza, and Ross is like oh i'm gonna ply her with wine I'm and then sorry, JP, hook up but they are standing okay yeah they're standing okay, you're right and you're i right. wanted to ask you about if it's there, typical no sitting room in new york to stand in new york city do you know anything about new york city jp there are no seats anywhere in new york city everyone is standing and walking except at central perk except at central perk except at central perk and there are always jerks in the two only good seats at central perk and there is there's no one in New York City drives because there's too much traffic. Everyone's walking it's not, here. It's not wrong. <laughs> no, so they did, Nate, they did the thing that I hate. Uh, uh, Chandler gave some zinger, and uh, then they cut to Ross, and he yeah, saw really a frowny bad, face. Really bad dialogue in that, uh, in that scene. Was, yeah. but they did the Ross frowny face, and then Joey looks over and like goes like the finger guns over at Chandler, and Chandler is laughing, and it's just like Jesus fucking Christ, stop with the reaction shots. It's filler. It's bullshit. You already have a laugh track. We fucking get it. <laughs> so Ross, is, Ross is telling his boys how he's going to woo Rachel. 
that's what it was. Oh, what are you Digger uh, 1890 wouldn't uh, let's last time anybody said that word. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the thing about the reaction shots is they, they know it's a studio situational comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, so like doing those reaction shots, like they're, they're pausing, they're pausing for, for and like at, at the time, at the time, that was certainly considered appointment television with how popular that show became. Like people would like like now when people are like, oh, we're all getting together to watch Survivor or whatever, you know, whatever the popular Big Brother or whatever the popular Wait, show is. Yeah, this this was the same. This was the same idea. Like people would get together to watch friends because you didn't know what those crazy friends were up to. <laughs> um, so they they got it. They got to put the the reaction shots yep. in there because I, and, so and, and, and I get it. And 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 they moved past it at some point. And and television shows, sitcoms moved past it entirely at some point. But this was just like such a prolonged one for not even a funny joke. Like, but the, the idea, the idea behind it is to get those general fans and keep them in. Like they weren't planning on a cinephile like yourself <laughs> watching it later and being like, Oh, the camera pan on that is, is not a be breaking this shit down. JP. I, I look, I'm not a cinephile. I didn't get into film school. They're, they're relying on, they're relying on the, the general audience. Like they're, they're just like, Oh yeah. Like I really want like, you know Nate's grandmother to watch this show and laugh at the the, the pan when Ross looks upset about Inside, the singer that Chandler got on. Talking about the reactions that the actors have to each other, the audience reactions, and they've really kind of been playing around with it this season because we've seen a lot of the friends laughing at each other's jokes to to give some time for the audience to laugh, but we've also seen now people not laugh at Chandler's bad joke to give the audience time to laugh at Chandler's bad joke. And it's the same thing, but it's, it's slightly different and a little funnier in some way. And then I told JP at a certain point, the friends stop laughing at each other's joke. And it's, it's quick. It's quick. Like, uh, like, uh, how I met your mother kind of. Mm. One, one thing I did notice, uh, when Ross and Rachel were eating, uh, Chinese food. And this was a camera angle thing as well, but they, they were showing Ross looking at Rachel when she, and you could see like his side profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was just like a really awkwardly shot thing. Cause he's kind of like swimmers like there with a, his mouth agape, like, you know, and, and you're just, and like, you can just see the side profile. And I'm like, that's a really bad shot. Like, I don't understand how this like made it to television. But again, I think that plays into the whole idea of this being a show for a general audience. Like a lot, a lot of different types of folks are watching the show. So like, they're not going to focus as much on their camera angles and like, you know, panning in on someone's sad reaction face or reaction shots like that, that's going to play well with 80% of people. Yeah. You know, Cy, for, for someone who claims to not be particularly into this show, you have done your homework, man. Uh, yeah, I, I watched the show this Are morning. You know, Cy? I, Are you hooked? No. Are you streaming it nonstop? No, Is it my, on in the background? My wife told me I was going to get into it when I watched this. She was First of all, she was very surprised that I was coming on a podcast to talk about Friends. She's like, <laughs> you fucking hate that show. And I'm like, you're right, I do. And I, I didn't quite understand why until I figured out the Ross thing yeah. today. No, it's a good um, it's it's a good that's he's, a good launching pad for understanding the dislike of the show. But what I'd also say is that How I Met Your Mother was a show that I watched in its entirety as I, well. I've seen all and of the Big I, Bang Theory. Uh, I have seen all of the Big Bang Theory Ooh. as well. Uh, well, now you can watch it all on HBO it's, Max. It's HBO Max. Like friends, JP. Both of those shows are kind of like Friends, where it's like I've watched, there's good I've writing watched, in all of it, and so there's some funny stuff, even though most of it's annoying. 
I, I'm about to blow your mind holes. Uh-oh. So uh, the reason uh, that I watched How I Met Your Mother had nothing to do with the main character. I hated oh, Ted yeah. Mosby. Everybody did. Uh, and so the thing about Ted is uh, very like sad sack, can't get out of his own way. Uh, very similar to Ross Geller. Yeah. Very, very similar. Uh, also similar. a group of all... Also a group of friends uh, hanging out at a bar uh, that's right downstairs from their house, kind of like a coffee shop. Almost. It's almost like... Go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. It's almost like the plots are very similar. Uh, and there's a sad sack who you very much dislike and you watch the show for the rest of the I characters. Mean, after the woman you know he will eventually end up with. Yep. Well, I mean... That, that reminds me, JP, I'm sorry to interrupt you, that... Somebody was bringing up this week on Twitter the show uh, Happy Endings. I love that show. Great show. I, I am a huge fan of that show. It was called... I'm a big fan of the idea of a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the party started. Um, the show was called The Modern Day Friends for, for a while. That and New Girl, the new girl was also called The Modern Day Friends. And I think the comparisons are apt, but they're very different shows. And I love happy endings. I would, I would highly suggest people check it out. I, so for me, what I'd say is uh, the, the length at which the show lasts friends and uh, how I met your mother, very similar Mm -hmm. uh, time lengths uh, and growth of characters Mm -hmm. and like, you know, uh, marriage and kids and all that. And like all that stuff happens in in friends as well. Probably similar. And I guess that's success too for, for each other's time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what what I'd say is, uh, I mean, I guess that's what you you're you're going to get a lot of similarities when shows are on for a similar length of time, and they're they're basically like they're both about friend groups. Yep. So I, I get why they're the same. But Ted Mosby and Ross Geller, you could switch them out, and they would be the the same same exact sad sack. <laughs> they, they both have they both have interesting, boring jobs, though. Too that's. Yep. Yeah, yep. no, Ted, I was going to say. Ted's an architect and Ross is uh, he's Like jobs that sound interesting, but as soon as you start talking to them, you're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to talk to this guy anymore. Also, also jobs that no one actually has in the real world. Sure. <laughs> except, except for paleontologists and architects. Yeah, right. Mm-mm. Never heard of them. Made up. <laughs> so, all right, let's 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 let's, let's 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 do the short version of this because we've talked all around this episode. Rachel the, loses the monkey. So, yeah, Rachel loses Marcel. Ross gets really mad and overreacts. And yells at her. Uh, <laughs> Ross is yells at, so yells at her. And, but, no, no. Here's the other thing. She knew. She knew. Everybody knew. She's like Ross is going to kill me. Yeah, and, right. like everybody got the fuck out of the apartment because they're all afraid of Ross. Like it's. On some level, it's not funny. This is like, oh God, everyone is afraid of Ross abusing whoever he's going to get angry. Sai, we talk a lot about how at the end of Seinfeld, we were informed that the Seinfeld characters are unreliable narrators and everybody hates them, right? Yeah. And we never get that for friends, but I think it's also the case. I completely agree. It makes watching this show really fun to to think of it through the lens of we're just these people are so unaware that they, that these things are like that they're doing are not appropriate. And poor Janice, yeah. poor Janice. Is that is that the uh, Fran Drescher character? Yeah. Yes, that, yes, we okay. like Janice. All right. We we like Janice, and uh, also there's a version of the story where Janice is just like a really nice, thoughtful lady who really loves. Uh, Chandler, did you see and, uh, the, the article about Janice getting interviewed? Did you share that with me on Twitter? Somebody sent that to me. She did an interview me. on a new show 
She looks the same. Fran Drescher? Uh, um, uh, She's not, not Fran actually Drescher. Fran Drescher. It's, she just plays really? a Fran Drescher character. It's another yes. woman. Huh. Um, one sec. <laughs> huh. One sec. Um, yeah. Janet. She was she was too busy with Mr. Sheffield at that time anyway. That's when the nanny was on. Oh, her. man. Her name That's is, true. Her name is Maggie Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't actually know this. In the show, Janice's last name is Hosenstein. <laughs> That's not problematic at wow. all. Um, oh, God. I bet they played that for fucking laughs, too. They never say her a last thousand name. A thousand percent. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. But but she interviewed on a news on a news channel, and she looks great. Like, mm-hmm. she hasn't aged a day. Mm-hmm. She seems very nice, like the real woman. And she talked about how most of Janice was her. She, like, created it. She came up with it in the audition. And then she invented the laugh on uh, on set because she figured Chandler is always telling jokes. So mm-hmm. Janice better have like a really memorable laugh. You could tell that there was so much of her in it, but that's so great. I, yeah. I love it. She's 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 a gift. She's just great on the show. Can you guys answer a question for me based on your previous friends knowledge? Absolutely. Um, so I noticed that. Um, the the Marla Hooch character. I keep forgetting her name. I apologize. Uh, Louisa Laura Canavan. Louisa. So I noticed that they, when I was looking her up on the show, uh, that they gave her a last name as well, uh, and part partly because they went to high school together, and that's how they would identify one another. But I was wondering because you you were also talking about this other character, uh, Janice, who they gave a last name. Do they always give last names to the minor characters on the show? This seems like Nate trivia. I not, don't know. Not really. Not really. Like I again, they never say Janice's last name in the show. I'm just reading it here sure. on the internet. And yeah. um, I mean, I, I don't think there's like a set for for side characters. Like, actually, I guess no, they don't. There's Gunther, uh, there's ugly naked guy. Well, there's that's Mr. Another, Heckles. He an- got a last name. That's only a last yeah, name. He didn't get a first Mister. name. Mr. First name. Yeah. Mr. Mister. Mm-hmm. Um, so one other problematic thing, and I, we're not really talking about uh, Ross anymore, but I'm bringing it back to Ross. Uh, creepy. I need to get, I need this apartment that's right across the way from where Rachel lives. I need to live close so I can be in her proximity. You know what he's talking uh, about, JP? Was that in this episode? No. No. JP, later, no, this was when he's trying to get the naked guy Ross apartment. tries to get ugly naked guy's apartment. And he really wants it like really bad. And it has a direct line of sight into Rachel's apartment. Thank you. So uh, what a fucking creep, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in the few episodes that I, and I used to watch this show when I was younger with my mom, like we would watch it on TV. Uh, and I, I, I don't, I don't remember fucking any of it. Like I, I remember that Phoebe was kind of like flighty mm-hmm. and like, you know, and I, I remember liking her and character. Her. I remember yes, we, we, we agree. We agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I my favorite character is actually Chandler. Uh, it's a, I, a good. I, he's I enjoy, very funny and acerbic. I I enjoy his uh, his comedy. I think he's I funny. Matthew Perry. It was really funny Brad. when they knock on the the door and the hot girl comes out and Chandler's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and then and then Joey gets the the one liner in at the end because he acts like Joey's he's gonna cool, not dude. be not be pervy, and then he's like, and also if we could get a photo of you, that'd be very <laughs> that was, helpful. For it us. was good. It was a belly laugh moment. So that's the yeah. thing. There are parts of this show that are still funny, and yeah, less less cringy than other parts yes. for sure. Yes. But you know, there are also a lot of things that Joey says that are problematic as well. Like there's a lot. Like it's not been my experience. Lot of, not in my experience. Well, give it some time. <laughs> so there's, there's episodes later, Cy, where Joey is covering for Monica and Chandler having sex. He's the only one yeah. that knows about it. And there's an episode where he has to keep making excuses for them. And like three times in a row, he says, I'm Joey. I'm disgusting. I try to <laughs> film my friends having sex. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. JP, All right, well, this, let's... this Chandler moment reminded me of one of my very good friends, Greg. Little Greg, no, not, me. not you, not me. friend from childhood. Me and little Greg were camp counselors at YMCA when we were in high school. And I still make fun of him to this day for when we took all the kids to the water park. Uh, another camp counselor came over to us who was very attractive. And she asked if we had seen any of the volleyballs anywhere. And my friend Greg said, yeah, I have a volleyball right here. We could go play with the volleyball at the volleyball court. If you want to play volleyball, I have a volleyball. And I still make fun of him to that day. That is super cringy. And now I understand why this, I understand why that joke uh, reminded you of that memory. And now I'm making fun of him on my podcast. Oh, poor Greg. Um, All right. So give me one second. Sorry. Is is she okay? She wants volleyballs probably. Yeah. Nikki, it's good to hear your voice. Proof of proof of life. Yeah, I think his headphones are in, so she can't hear you. I, I constantly try to talk to Nikki when she comes into the room, but she's never heard me. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, guys. Just leave this in the just leave this in the recording, and then she'll you'll be able to talk to her when she listens. When she to listens the to the episode, yeah, yeah, yep. My my so wife Nikki- also listens to all the episodes of Rounding Down, which I think is very nice and supportive because I don't even listen to all the episodes. <laughs> of Rounding Down. What's that? Like? Oh, I I I love I I really enjoy this podcast. I I laugh my ass off listening back, and 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 I I don't know. I think it's I think it's cool to make a product that you actually enjoy. And so, yeah, I mean, there's also, we have such a backlog that by the time I listen to our rounding down episodes, I don't remember <laughs> any of the things that we said yes. in that one. Yes. So it's, it's yes. You're like revisiting it. JP well, edits all of these. So he's listening to them all the time before they come. Nate, I know you're, you do. It's very kind of no, you to edit. Nate's Nate's a big sweetheart and he takes on a lot of work for this and he really just, he gives it his all. And when then we how have I'm a, editing them, all these things are different. We have, colors. we have our, our, <laughs> and then our producer Chris White comes in and redoes everything Nate just did. And <laughs> uh, must be nice to have a producer. Uh, it is. It is. He's a good dude, and he he does all our our our, our music and sound effects, and and he'll put in the uh, the uh, Ross is canceled. Okay, so that was a break so that Chris could put in the. Uh, the you really Ross want to do this on on the podcast, JP? What you know? I don't like that noise. I I know. Sorry, I know. Edi- I love it. editors' note. Chris, producers' note here. Uh, when they introduce me, can you make a penny whistle sound? That's fine. That's good. Please. That's going to be good. Thank you. And then they'll get All the right. payoff later during this part of the recording, and they just figure out why he did that. It's a reverse joke. Yeah. It's like it's like the Pictionary joke. JP, I hate yeah. 
the noise that you play when Joey is canceled. I hate it. Mm. I hate it okay. more than anything in the world. I hate it more than Hitler. I, buddy, like you have texted me multiple times noises. about about uh, about. Hey, how about if we do something else for and a cancellation? You have never noise. responded to me, and I appreciate. I'm very that. happy with the cancellation noise. <laughs> uh, JP likes to play the what, what show is it from? JP, it's from Price is Right. From Price is Right, Price when bum, you get it wrong, bum, and it goes. Bum, and you no. should do that. You should do the foghorn thing that people do in techno now. The like oh, it. we do that a lot it's too. Really, really loud. <laughs> Yeah. And so, you know, me and JP have been fighting about this without even saying words to each other. Do you need need me to mediate? It's okay. I'm just going to say right here please send us a jingle, all of our fans, for Mm -hmm. Joey getting canceled. Something, something anybody getting canceled from anybody getting canceled. Um, well, why don't we why don't we reach out to my friend Corey Major who did the music for Rounding hey, Corey, Down? Make us a song because I want to get this sound out of our our show. I hate it. I hate it so yeah. much, JP. I mean, See, uh, I'm just gonna sneak it back a, in. <laughs> we got a theme for for the pod, and I had it made on Fiverr. Uh, so, if any of you are looking for amazing musicians or artists to do anything for your podcast, please look at Fiverr. It's a really good way to support artists uh, and and make sure that they're making money, especially in this time. Fiverr is a really cool application. Uh, so we, I had a bunch of stuff made for the true crime podcast that I'm doing on Fiverr. That's cool. That's awesome. I didn't know about that. Thank you for sharing that. Well, let's 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 uh, let's get to the the, the end of this uh, episode here. I yeah, we just, get just out of here. We uh, you know, so there's a funny storyline. Phoebe is getting uh, tranquilized, trying to save That's Marcel. So that was good. Yeah, um, that was heroic. It was, and then she was very funny about it later, where she said, "Yeah, her butt cheek but- <laughs> was was numb." JP, I noticed something about this episode I'd never noticed before. Mm. Um, Mr. Heckles says that he's missing a waffle and that they owe him a waffle, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then later, when Marcel is on the on the car or on the balcony or something, he's eating a waffle. He's eating the waffle. I yep. never saw that before. Oh. Yeah. I was wondering what he was eating. I couldn't. I was. I actually, full disclosure, I put the HBO Max on my phone, mm. so I was watching the episode on my there phone. Uh, so it was a very small version of Friends. Uh, it was a miniature friends. Little friends, friends right in your pocket. Yeah. Little friends, friends, yeah. babies. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'm glad we brought up heckles again. I, that the, he continues to be one of my favorite characters on the show. He's so weird and just antagonistic about everything. Um, and he put Marcel in a uh, tutu. Almost like he's the Newman of this podcast. Oh, related. All of these shows are the same show. How did we not see it's, it before? It's almost like they keep rewriting the same show over <laughs> and over again. And it keeps getting popular and people can't figure out why it's these are big syndicated shows that get replayed all, all right, the time. It's like Mr. a much Heckles. shittier version of the Zelda franchise. Mr. Heckles is he dead? Dies. Later. He's not <sighs> dead yet in our current watch through. Actually, you could make okay. the argument that the friends kill him. Oh, that's that seems trouble. Troublesome. He's always knocking on the ceiling to get them to quiet down. And there's an episode oh. where he dies, and they and the coroner finds him with a broom in his hand after he was fighting with the friends. You know what I wonder, uh, and maybe maybe someone could do this. I don't want to be the person that does this, uh, but maybe someone could do a watch through of Three's Company to see how many similarities there are to other friend shows that are now. That's a bold call. I like that. Three's podcast. Hey, I'm not, I, what if we do it? All three of us. Yeah, three's 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 podcast. Come and me. knock on our door. Come and knock no. on our door. Uh-uh. Waiting for you. <laughs> waiting for I'm not you. doing this song. Him, her, and his three's podcast too. Ba-da, ba-da, ba. uh, 
I don't know if that's available on any streaming services. Uh, Nate, do you have it on VHS? We'll to... <laughs> check my uh, library. Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the so the stinger, no, the stinger, the, the 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 Shyamalan ending. Uh, Barry leaves his fiance and comes and declares his love. At this, at this point, we have made no mention of that part at the beginning where she's complaining that her mother sends her the the uh, wedding listings uh, and she sees that her ex, Barry, who she left, uh, is marrying someone marrying else. Marrying the woman uh, that and, he cheated and, on her with before their wedding. Yeah, and Monica, Which is her, Monica her calls her pretty. Monica calls her pretty <laughs> and then makes a joke about how she's pretty lucky to have a friend like Rachel. That was, that was good uh, delivery. Barry's a scrub. Yeah, that was... I, I recently got my wife a shirt that says no gods, no masters, no scrubs. <laughs> uh, That's amazing. And uh, it's my favorite shirt from that I found on that the internet. Rules, that dude. is amazing. But Barry is a scrub and Barry is canceled. He's a pervert mm. and a horn dog. Right. And so, and so Ross yet again, his plans to abuse Rachel into dating him. Barry uh, has have gone sex awry. with women in his dentist chair that kids sit in. Barry's a creep. Sounds, we'll get into Barry's if you, creep. If you ever look at, if you ever look into the news, it sounds like a lot yeah. of dentists are doing yep. things that they yeah, shouldn't yeah, be doing. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! When I was up. when I was working for the government, we had cases about doctors who were prescribing, like 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 dentists who were prescribing their patients oxy, and then I I do like the hoverboard dentist story. Have you guys seen <laughs> yeah. that? This week? Dude's, that dude's in trouble. Dude's in major trouble. <laughs> twelve twelve years or something. Something like insane that? like that. Yeah. Yeah. For being Ugh. for being cool, really, for being a cool dentist that uses a hoverboard, he's going to jail. Guys, I want to thank you for not only having me on the podcast, but for helping me understand why I don't like friends no, and helping me figure out that it's wrong. No, si- and si- that's si- the reason that I don't like friends. It's exactly right. Now, Sai, si- before you go, I got to ask you, who was your best friend of the episode? Uh, so this is tough because I... I typically look for the characters who are doing the least to fuck with the plot. Okay. <laughs> that, that's how I... Interesting so strategy. Like, I like it. The, the least invasive. Like, they keep the storyline going for me. Uh, so, I think Phoebe was my favorite friend because uh, she was the only one who was all on board for looking for Marcel. Everyone else kind of got in, involved in their other their other I like, interests. I like when she, jo- Joey I like when she comes in. Joey and, she and goes, Chandler. Oh, the energy in here is just all... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hands. Uh, but... Uh, uh, and I know a lot of people who are like that. And I, I love that about her character. Mm-hmm. I, I think that she, she brings a sort of whimsy that kind of brings everyone back to reality, yep. uh, in that, in that show. Uh, so she's my favorite. Um, I know that Ross and, uh, excuse me, Chandler and Joey get interested in those, those hot women who are, their furnace is broken or broken or whatever. And, um, Rachel's too busy. Rachel's too busy being abused by Ross to functionally look for the monkey. Um, so it's, it's tough, but I think Phoebe's my favorite. I think that's a good pick. Nate, who's your best friend of the episode? Mr. Heckles. That's a good solid pick too. I saw and his, just his box once. of bananas and his missing Belgian waffle. <laughs> he tried to fuck the monkey. JP. I once. don't know if he was going to fuck him, but he, I, I'm not, I can't say for sure that he wasn't trying to fuck the monkey. It, it definitely had a, uh, a precious from Silence of the Lambs kind of vibe. You know, going. that's fair. Like when he put it in the dress. He's staring you down know. the well in his apartment at the girl down there. Yeah, yeah. I saw Regis Philbin yeah. once. 
Yeah. <laughs> I get that reference. That dude rules. It I puts love the that dress. Actor. It puts the dress on the monkey or it gets the hose again. Um, and to probably to the surprise of no one, my best friend of the JP, episode. Who's your best friend of the episode? I'm sorry. I never asked you that. Marcel. I'm telling you, that monkey's got chops. The way he played with that boot, the prop acting, handing off uh, the Chinese food. Plus, he basically got kidnapped. Like it, it was. I was on a journey. I was on an emotional roller coaster. Have we have we looked at Marcel's IMDb? Was he also the capuchin monkey that was in Night at the Museum with no. uh, what's his name? That's there? that's Not a same monkey? younger, hotter monkey. Oh come on, <laughs> Katie's still alive and kicking. Katie the monkey is still alive. Apparently, she throws baseballs out at the uh, Angels games out here in Anaheim. Uh. Oh, nice. So, so you could go see her live when baseball is, you're able to go do baseball. I've when this world opens up, we are definitely emails. going there. I've sent her hundreds of emails. <laughs> she is she not responding to our emails. She won't respond. She won't come on the show. Um, Nate, do you think that she can check her email? Yeah. Mm, probably. I mean, probably I would guess she has push going on. So like, it just automatically. She's, she's on LinkedIn, right? Really? I'm, I'm, I'm did God. you send her? A, did you send her a LinkedIn request? Her to be part of my LinkedIn network. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for being on. And tell us again the name of your new podcast, fun, buddy. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, the name of the podcast is Who They Were, um, and my other podcast is called Rounding Down. Uh, we're at Rounding Down on Twitter. Um, I'm at Cy Fieri on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. I can't say words. Words are hard. Uh, so yeah, that you can find me on the internet on twitter.com. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was really fun to have, have, uh, you guys talk to me about friends and to realize why I don't like friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of season so is, one. Cause is your uh, real name gasp Batali? Yeah, I don't. I'm not related to that Mario Batali guy. He's problematic as well. He sure uh, so, is. <laughs> but that was a that was almost a joke, and it was good. Thank you. <laughs> yes, dude. So, I thank you for coming on. Um, thank you for giving I, us the business. I, thank you. You buddy. sure you sure kept us on our toes. I wrote my real name down, uh, but it's in a primary color, so you can't see it. I'm holding <laughs> it up on. <laughs> I'm holding it up, and you're not able this to see it. This is gaslighting. Sorry. So. MVP size, the MVP. This is called. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to Friendsman, your favorite show about the friend show with your two best friends, JP and Nate. Nate, I will see you later, buddy. Okay, I love you guys. Love you, Sai. That cat's caked up. Caked up. Caked up.